0: Jump in the What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Jump into what? You said let's just jump into it.
1: Oh man. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I had to run upstairs and grab PJs. Nice. Yeah. It's uh it's bath night, so Oh, you gonna take one? Oh me? No. God no. Oh. I only do it once a month.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's just use time. baby wipes most of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't want to dry my porcelain skin out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, guess what? What? We have a, a podcast giveaway participant. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Well, oh, first of all, I guess we should welcome everybody to episode 69. You betcha. This is our favorite episode yet for mm-hmm. no apparent reason. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You know, I get a lot of jokes about that, but I'm not going to tonight. Don't touch it.
1: Well, anyways, <laughs> uh, welcome to uh, episode 69, everybody. Tonight is usually a, this would be a patron inspired topic. Um, however, we haven't, I, I didn't ask uh, this time, to be honest with you, but like the last four patron sponsored episodes, it's actually been really, really difficult to get questions. So we're just going to run with a topic that Sedge and I were talking about the other day and uh, something that I I think people you know would find uh, helpful, you know, just based on my experience and Sedge's experience, and
0: what about this? Not giveaway? experts,
1: yeah. But enough of all that. The giveaway for this month, our good friends at TSO Products are going to do a giveaway with us again. Really? Yes, and they've actually donated a different tool. It is not a TSO Products tool. Ooh. Um they are providing us one of the micro jig blade clean systems Ooh. which is available on their website along with other uh micro jig paraphernalia but they're gonna give away one of those to one lucky winner open all fifty states always cool. go to the website i got I, actually i need to update the website and make sure that picture's on there
0: i use i use their uh the micro jig their push blocks they, oh yeah i don't know what that substance they put on their grippers but man that stuff grips to everything makes yeah. it wicked safe i've had i have a
1: few I, I i like the one that the hooks drop down on the back i think it's called yep. the um i just i had it in a video recently the the hooker the hooker yep it's a micro jig hooker no i'm just kidding <laughs> But anyways, the blade cleaning system that everybody has, I'm sure, seen by now, the big uh, circular thing. You can do bits. Uh, I've got one. You can do bits. You can do blades. Uh, keep everything house in this container. It has this cool little magnetized handle that you can just like plop on the blade and uh, turn it side to side. It's pretty cool. Um, so to enter, go to greensuiterspodcast.com, fill out the giveaway form, and one lucky winner we'll get that. So thank you to TSO products for sponsoring yet another giveaway for the green Shooters podcast. Thank
0: you. Yeah.
1: Well, Sedge, what have you been up to?
0: Um, wow. What have I been up to? Shooting video in the shop and building stuff around the, the shop. Um, I have a laundry list of videos I want to shoot. And for the last two weeks. Uh, I've been knocking them out and um, you're going to see one that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And, and Jason, you kind of inspired me a little on this one over um, your uh, internship uh, ambassador at Festool. We, uh, ambassador. Ambassador. When I was going through the dust extraction with you, on the OF 1400 and showing you how easy it goes on and off. Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's really weird when you, when you do something and then well you shoot a video and you think, yeah, everybody knows this stuff, man, I was going through it with big D yesterday and he was like, well, I had no idea. And yeah. uh, what's funny is I was looking and somebody posted on YouTube, a video on the dust shroud for the OF 1400. I went, Oh, that's kind of cool. So it's a, uh, I guess it's one of those topics that people just take for granted dust extraction on a router. And sometimes people just don't use it because they think it's hard to put on, but it really isn't. So I've been doing that and just I'm getting ready for this build off Uh, at Festool. We invited 12 people, almost everyone except that I found out today, Jason.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. I wanted to ask you about that.
0: Yeah, and boy, for the uh, new product uh, thing that we're having everybody come in for, uh, the numbers were astronomical. How many people coming in for it? Really? Oh, yeah.
1: That's good. That's good. It's going to be
0: something. It's going to be one heck of a time. So, I mean, it's it's like when we do the Rubio build-off in Austin, it's kind of a closed event. But um, so it's just invite only, and it's going to be pretty cool. We got some wicked nice people showing up for this. It's going to be a who's who's of woodworking influences. And yeah, everybody will see it because everybody will be posting. But uh, a lot of details were worked out today. I was really uh, nicely surprised when I was in that meeting with the, the PR agency. So I've been working on a lot of that stuff and just, you know, eating wings. Yeah.
1: I'm, we're making some here at the house uh, Friday night, I think.
0: Man, Mary Ann, I got home tonight and Mary Ann, we've been working with that air fryer we got right before Christmas. Have you ever just, she threw, she goes, I just threw these in with a little spice. Some of the best chicken breasts I've ever eaten. She just Brilliant. threw them in the air fryer. She said 18 minutes and they were perfect moist. Oh, and so we're kind of like, have been experimenting mm-hmm. with that, uh, that air fryer too. So we kinda, went to
1: Costco, we went to Costco today. Oh, really? And yeah, they, they have the Ninja air
0: fryer. Oh, wow.
1: And it's, it's like twice as big as the one that we have. And there's like two separate sides for it. So you could actually like cook two different things at the same time at different temperatures, I think. Oh, wow. I was like, man, if these wings turn out really good, we might have to get a bigger one.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Because remember when you were over and I was doing those wings, we were like waiting for them. Yeah. Yeah. I That's I the like, downside. Yep. is capacity. Yeah. And yeah. with with capacity, where well, you're going to store that monstrous thing, you know, in the kitchen? So, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to take up shop space with it.
1: No, just cook wings in the shop. That'd be fantastic.
0: Oh yeah,
1: I got to have a beer the fridge and again. an air fryer. <gasps> we should start a new trend.
0: Wow, air fridge
1: next to the air fryer, so you can be air frying wings while you're building cabinets. And crushing a beer when you're done using all power tools.
0: Because safety first, everybody. Wow. Wings and wood. I like oh, new it. New YouTube channel. Wings and woody. Yeah. <laughs> woody wings. Yeah, that'd be hey, great. What have you been up to besides going to Costco? Uh,
1: oh, I bought a bris- uh, another brisket today. Prime? Mm-hmm
0: nice 14
1: pounds got to make another one this weekend because we're almost out of the leftovers from the last one do you freeze any of that brisket mm-hmm. cool i'll make like a 14 or 15 pounder and then nicole and i'll eat like a couple pounds maybe and then we literally just live off of that what, we, what, what we've been doing now we have scrambled eggs with uh chopped mm. up brisket almost every single morning and it is absolutely phenomenal it's like one of my new favorite thing Hmm. Anyways, um what have I been up to? Well, uh I'm not I'm not uh doing my internship anymore. I'm what a, drag. the artist, the the YouTuber formerly known as the ambassador. Ambassador. Um but I got to come up there and hang out with you on Friday. That was good.
0: That was cool. Um, yeah, It was a good lunch. What did we Yeah, have? I wanted to, I want to I had I had a burger.
1: I had wingies. Wingies. I want to talk about that uh, briefly, kind of. I want to be vague and make everybody angry because I'm being so vague. Um, I had my Patreon uh, group call the other night, and I opened it up to everybody for this call, which I like to do uh, typically around the holidays and sometime in the summer, twice a year, basically allow everybody to come in. I don't get nearly as many as Beers with the Boys, which speaking of Beers with the Boys, everybody... Uh, consider becoming a patron because you can come yeah. and have fun, which is this Friday actually. Um, but it lasted four hours. None of my patron calls have ever lasted that long. And oh. um, I did get to review my class for WorkbenchCon with them and I got some awesome, awesome feedback and I've made made quite a few adjustments and changes. Um, so if you guys are a patron of mine and you listen to this, I truly appreciate it because that was a, that was a really good... Good time, good event. Um, but I always get, appreciate getting feedback from from that specific group of people. Uh, but the big news is I started ripping out my flooring.
0: Oh, yeah. cool. Uh,
1: so far, I have the dining room done. I have the office done and I have the entryway done. Uh, I did the entryway and the office today and then Ed is coming up tomorrow. And we are going to rip out the living room flooring. And I mean, I would love to do the rest of it. I'd love to do the kitchen and all that stuff. And I, I truly believe we will get that far because the that wood plank, laminate flooring, whatever it is that was in the house, it's really, really, really easy to remove. I just took a pry bar, lifted it up, broke it in half in the middle, and then I just started breaking it off from there. So. Hmm no tax strips you need to worry about just absolutely nothing i mean it was it was pretty pretty painless so it's going to be a big job sedge a big job and the the most difficult part about it is that i have to move everything yep so i think i have a pretty solid plan um after tomorrow and once we get everything out of the living room we'll then put the couch and everything back on the very back wall and then mm-hmm. in the office and the entryway and all that stuff will put everything far away from the door. And then once I get halfway into the room, then I can mm-hmm. just transfer stuff over to the other side and that'll actually help keep it steady, even though I already have a plan for that. But, and when, once I get to that point, it's just plank after plank, after plank, after plank, after plank. And then the, the worst part is going to be doing all the baseboards.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is hands down. The one thing I'm not looking forward to. Why? I just hate doing baseboards. I just I don't enjoy it. It's not not fun for me at all. Um, but whatever. Once it's done, square, it's
0: done, how many square feet are you laying down?
1: Probably about a thousand.
0: Nice. It's the nice, only areas. It's l- a nice morning job there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the only. I mean, laying the flooring. I don't think is going to take. Cause it's all, it's pretty big spaces. It's just when you get to the corners and stuff and cutting it out and that, that stuff's easy. And this flooring is like
0: really, really easy to put together. And it's Um, how wide's the plank? Nine inches. See, I did all, my whole first floor is that two and a quarter oak. Yeah, no
1: no way. Hmm. Yeah. Nine inches, nine inches wide should go pretty quick. Hmm. And they're 72 inches long. Ooh, that's, so there's got some good girth to it. So the shipment that's coming, it's like forty six or forty seven cases, and it's like twenty four hundred pounds. It's coming on two pallets.
0: Yeah, it's a ton and a quarter.
1: So um, when it gets here, I'll let it sit for two days. I'm probably, I'm just probably just going to leave it, you know, let it sit in the garage because my garage is the same exact climate as my house, same temperature, everything. Um, but I'll probably start. Putting boxes on, you know, along the exterior walls in the house. You know, just start bringing them in, and mm-hmm. and then that way I can pull from like you know five or six boxes at once as I go through it. So I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a good video. I got some footage for it because I'm doing a video. Um, the flooring I'm using is hewn stone form
0: flooring. Yeah. Um, Spell that. H e w n. Oh, hewn like like hewing a
1: log. Cool. It's. Um, my wife's actually the one that, that came by the company. Um, but I'm going to be doing an install video that they uh, will then be able to send out to uh, people that buy their product, right? Because there there actually cool. is no video on that online. And hmm. so I'm kind of excited for the opportunity. So last video I did, did really well. So hopefully this one will do even better because I learned from, from my mistakes of filming indoors last time versus this time. So
0: Man, that that vinyl flooring video
1: is still cranking in it. Yeah, it's still one of my best performing videos. It's wild. For like over a year every month, it's one of the top videos. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited, man, because like I'm back to work now. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just fun. It feels good to like be doing things and knowing that like this is the base, right? Yep. Everything that I do from this point forward is all you know, after the flooring and, and like I can start doing the built-ins, I can start doing all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, it's going to be great. I- I'm really excited about it. I cannot wait uh, to get going. And I know Nicole's <laughs> going to absolutely love it when it's done. It's going to make a massive, massive difference in this house. What? me my, my, my
0: flooring joke. Okay. I'll tell you offline. It's awesome.
1: Okay. But, oh, okay. So, Sedge and I on Friday went and had a very productive lunch and where we were discussing the podcast. And we have a lot of really interesting topics coming up. We have a lot of uh, interesting things I think we'll be doing on the podcast. Uh, We do want to grow. So, you know, share this. If you guys enjoy it, share it. You know, share the podcast. If I'm being honest with everybody, when Ben said initially that he was leaving, we actually, at least I did, I think Sedge was on board for the, the entire time, but um, I actually didn't know if we would continue to do it. And I also, uh, I think we even said that we were probably going to do it like bi-weekly for a while and then nope, we just, nope. we enjoy it too much. We love that. We like the community that we built around the podcast mm-hmm. way too much. Yep. So we're going to keep trucking and we're going to do all kinds of uh things that maybe we hadn't done before. Um mm-hmm. So if you guys have ideas, feel free to let us know, but Yeah. It was a very
0: very very productive lunch. We're going to very have productive. more of those too going forward, so. Yeah. Just, housekeeping. Uh, yeah, housekeeping. It's really I'll just an
1: excuse to go eat food and drink beer. Wingies.
0: You know, wingies. I, didn't Next, any, I didn't drink any I did drink any beers. I had Diet Next, Pepsi. Uh, in,
1: Next time we need to go to Ale Emporium for our meeting, though.
0: (laughs) We'll have to call Mr. Uber. (laughs) Deal. Okay. (laughs) God, that place is heaven.
1: (laughs) It was very good. So next week we're going to be doing, I I would talk, oh, we have all these great topic ideas, but that won't start until episode 71, everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. Because next episode is going to be a community episode. So make sure you go out and submit your questions after you listen to this, go to the website and submit your questions there, please. It's the easiest way for all of us. And we don't have that many. So send them, send them our way. But tonight, um, I'm going to preface this with saying that Sedge and I both um, are not experts in what we're going to talk about at all. Um, We are not giving advice in any way, shape, or form. Um, But I want to talk a little bit about taxes and how having a business has, uh, you know, made me learn a lot um, and how the last couple of years have been pretty eye-opening to me. And I know that this is a topic that everybody is really, really, you know, nervous about, concerned about, uh, clueless about, and I I don't mean that in a derogatory uh, way, but I found some resources that I find very helpful and I've learned a lot. And I've had a a couple of very different experiences over the last couple of years that, um, really set the tone for me and made me realize what it is that I need to be paying attention to and how I need to plan better.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So Sedge, I don't know if you have anything you want to
0: add before before we get rolling on it? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> the only thing I'm going to add is just a reminder of what Jason just said. Um, I'm not an expert. <laughs> In fact, I hire people to do my taxes. I hire people to consult with. I have a full-time bookkeeper that I pay every quarter um, because I want to concentrate on what I want to do, but I also want to be told the the right path or possibly a path that needs. So let me just preface this as well. Uh, My background, I think everybody on this podcast knows, is cabinet tree, cabinet shop. Okay, but before that, another life of mine, I owned a restaurant uh, down in uh, Miramar, Florida and worked another one. So I knew about taxes. I'm going to tell you something. That was about 30 years ago. And then the cabinetry business—I've been out of it, of owning a business for fifteen years. For okay, and then I started Sedge Tool. The tax codes change all the time. What I used to be able to write off, I can't now. So that is something that I am not an expert at. I won't ever. I don't want to be but there's just certain things that people may not know that you can write off. And what I have been doing, uh, because this is a different type of business is I've actually been uh, learning as I go with my uh, bookkeeper and she'll consult with me and she says, okay, what's this? What's this? What's this? And I say, well, this is part of a video and it's part of content. And then (laughs) it's funny because it's a family, (laughs) the, the, uh the person is her, her one of her parents and she says well i don't think we could do it like that but let's do it this way so get somebody who is extremely knowledgeable and this is a this is i don't want to say it's brand new but um uh, influence i don't want to say influence but media creators or youtube uh, creators uh, is a new business for a lot of accountants so just be patient with them yeah, Th- did that sound okay? Because I, mm-hmm. the other thing I, I have is I have Jason, and I ask him questions all the time, or I listen to suggestions that he has, and that's why I think most of this will be Jason pointing the right direction. This podcast will be you, Jason, pointing the right direction because he's pointing me in the right direction. And uh, I, when I was setting up this business, it's a little bit different for me uh with sedge tool because i'm the owner but i also have two business partners and i thought i could set up my business one way but my cpa said nope uh because i suggested the way we have it set up with big d and chris because they're my business partners and she says yeah for a few years let's do that until if if or when things get rolling then we can switch it around to the corporation whatever Mm-hmm. But it is uh it's it's a great it, what I like it's it's once again I'm learning it all over again, and uh, it's fun uh, because Big D and Chris have never owned businesses before, and Chris is like I can write that off. <laughs> right, they <laughs> well, yeah. could do that because he's, uh, he's a he's a go getter, mm-hmm. and uh, Big D is learning as well, um, so. Chris is, Chris is just always excited about stuff. I can write that off, really? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but what, what I will say, please, is if you listen to Jason and I and we give you maybe a tip on something, make sure you consult with somebody who is an expert. Does that sound yeah. sound? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that... I mean, that's a perfect segue because the, the way that I would like to start this is, you know, I would encourage everybody, uh, if you are running a business or you're, you don't even have a registered business yet, but you're making a decent amount of money where it could raise some red flags. If you're doing this, cause there are tax, um, advantages, even if you're a hobbyist, um, and you, you know, you make a certain amount of money, there are things you can do, but you know, making it a legitimate business does a bunch of things for you. Um, 100%. If you don't have a CPA, that's that is, you're, you are throwing money in the trash. Um, a CPA is the best investment. And I, I've heard this talked about on multiple podcasts when they talk. You know, people are like, oh, what should I do? CPA, is, that's their job, right? To, to be able to prepare your taxes because they know the tax law. They know how to run the numbers. They know what falls into what. Um, get a CPA. It is not even that expensive. No. So I pay my CPA. It's gone up a little bit over the years, but I think the first time was like $450 for him to file my taxes. Um, now it's like, you know, six or $700 because he's having to do multiple States and all kinds of other stuff. And I've been with him for years and I can call him any time of the year, send him an email, which I would suggest people do quarterly, you know, at, at, at a minimum and we go through the numbers we see where we're at at the time because that helps project for the future but that like i have that access to him and i pay him to do my taxes once a year now if i have something crazy sure i'll pay for his you know hourly time and all that stuff i just had a call with him today as a matter of fact um it is it is the best investment i would tell you to get a cpa if you had a business i would tell you to get a cpa um before i would tell you to go buy like the next tool like that's how important i i truly believe it is Um, because what they know is a lot more than what the average person knows. And they're going to be able to maximize, um, the profit or or the return that you get, or, uh, you know, narrow down exactly what you're going to owe. Um, now with that creation of a business. Okay. I started my business five years out from retirement for the reason we're talking about tonight. And that is because when it came time for me to get out of the army, which is going to be what, three months from now, officially out, I wanted to step into a business that is already established, right? It's not, I'm not learning the taxes starting this year, right? I've learned them over the last five years and every year I encounter something new. So I started the business so I could start learning the ins and outs and there are great tax benefits to legitimizing your business. And there's also things, you know, you you start an actual business and you separate the business from your personal stuff. And, you know, that that's a whole nother rabbit hole that you guys, you know, go go search that on your own. But I created what's called a single member LLC. And if you don't classify, you know, your tax bracket or whatever when you when you create it, right? Because you can be a LLC that is a S corp, right? Mm -hmm. Or you're a sole proprietorship or whatever. A single member LLC is what's called a disregarded entity. Um, And what that means is you're a sole proprietor, right? Again, this is not something we're going to dive real deep into, but there's a sole prop, there's an S corp, there's um, limited liability partnership, there's all kinds of other things and they all have their own rules and there's, you know, once you make a certain amount of mon- uh, money for the year, some are more beneficial, blah, 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 blah. But I'm a single member LLC. And the way that a single member LLC works, because I get this question a lot about taxes. You know, do you, do you pay quarterly taxes? Do you pay all that? No, I don't. I don't pay quarterly taxes because as a single member LLC, any money that I make from Benswood working is just additional money for my household income. So I'll give you an example. If I made, you know, fifty thousand dollars from the army, and my wife made fifty thousand dollars at her job, we should be taxed. You know, we should have paid taxes for a hundred thousand dollars, right? Well, if I make fifty thousand dollars for Ben's woodworking, then we should be paying one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in taxes, and so it just changes the uh, tax bracket that you're in and all that. So that's what's really nice about. Uh, a single member LLC is that when I file my taxes, I send my, you know, profit and loss. I send my mileage. I send all those things to my CPA. Hey, here's my W2 for the army. Here's my wife's W2. Here's my stuff. This is my, uh, income and expenses and all the other data that you need to figure it out. Right. And he figures it out. And he calls me like two days later and he's like, you owe this much or you're going to get this much back. Um, so that's how that works. There's, I think, there's a big misconception. Like, I got to pay taxes every month, or I got to pay taxes every quarter. No. How does that no. work? No. Um, now, if I was a, if I was not a sole proprietor and I was an S corp, now there's different filing uh, that is due. And again, that's a whole nother topic that you guys can go research or talk to your CPA about. Um, I'm at the point now. I'm getting close to the point now where an S corp might make more sense for me. Right, but I'm not there yet. So not only do you have you know, tax breaks, right? Because now you can claim vehicle expenses, you can claim your materials, you can claim any tools that you buy and write those off as depreciating assets. Uh, you can do bonus depreciation. So instead of writing it off over four years, you can write it all off in one year. Um, I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but there are benefits to it, right? So here's where it gets um, interesting. So I'll give you an example for me. My first two years, I was a loss. Okay. So my first year, especially, let's say I was like a ten dollars or $15,000 loss, right? I, I did that on purpose. I bought every tool that I could. Everybody always wants to know like, oh, how'd you do it? Well, I put all my money back into my business and I literally just spent it all on tools, every bit of it until I was a complete and total loss. That's to be expected in the first couple of years of a business, but it also is also what grew my shop, right? Because I took all that money and I spent it. But I can write that off. So now, if we go back to that same, if we go back to that same scenario where my wife made fifty, I made fifty, uh, we should have paid taxes on one hundred thousand dollars. We probably did because you know our taxes through our job is you know set the way that it's set. But then I was a twenty thousand dollars loss on my business. Well, now I should have only paid taxes for eighty thousand dollars. So guess what that means? means they get money back. So my first two years when I was a business, we got like really nice returns. I think seven to $12,000 both years. And that never happened for us before. And then the third year, I finally, I think I broke even, uh, pretty close. And then last year happened. And last year I paid seventeen dollars or $18,000 in taxes last year. And let me tell you, The first mistake that I made is I did not communicate with my CPA throughout the year, right? I waited until about November timeframe. And I said, Hey, let's get on a phone call and start talking some numbers. I I did pretty well this year. And, you know, just interested to see where I'm going to be. And his response was, yeah, you're going to owe about $20,000. And I was like, wait, what? And That was an eye-opening experience for me because, Sedge, as content creators, right? Or we have all this money coming in from Amazon and Venmo and PayPal and X company and this company and YouTube AdSense and affiliate marketing with another company. Who's taxing that? Nobody. Nobody. That money is not being taxed. And so what... Granted, I had the money to pay the taxes right? I did have the money to pay the taxes, but not by much. And this is going to be so obvious for some people, right? But then again, maybe it's not because you don't think about those things if you don't know how that works. So I just saw this money coming in. I'm like, oh yeah, I've got this money in my business checking account. This is great. Well, it's a good thing I had it in there because I had to give it all to the IRS. And what was happening is I was never taxing myself and that was my biggest eye-opener from a tax perspective since I started this business because I immediately was like, I'm dumb. And next year, I will be taxing whatever my you know, whatever my income was. I'm taking 30% of that just to be safe. I'm taking 30% and I'm throwing it in a savings account. So even though I still see that money and it's still there and it's still mine, I'll tell you, at the end of the year... <laughs> Writing a check like that for taxes, that has never happened to me before. Right. And I was like, I need to figure out, you know, how oh, a better way to go about this moving forward. So, for just as much as it can be, you know, you, you're, you're going to be a loss. Like, you know, take that loss for a couple of years. It's fine. You don't want to take a loss for like five or six years because then the IRS is going to be like, what's going on with this guy? It's a failed
0: business. I'll tell you what an eye opener is. Um, when Marianne and I sold our part of the restaurant down in Miramar. I'll never forget it. Mary Ann said, Oh, wow. Look at all of that. I went, "Eh, eh, eh." it's called capital gains. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think that year was like 33%. And I was like, Oh my God. She just went, yeah. She goes, Oh, taxes. And I went, yeah, that's right. People don't realize. So that's really smart. What you're doing is throwing 30 in there for your taxes
1: cuz again like i said it still sucks at the end of the year you know when you're going to do taxes well so i continued on with that this year and um talked to my cpa only i called him in about october this year uh, we talked a couple times throughout the year but um you know i reached out to him in october i said let's hop on a call you know army pays about the same maybe a little bit more wife's pay about the same a little bit more um my business pay was actually a little bit less than than the previous year just because of that uh Massive sponsor loss that I that I had last year, but still really really good. And come to find out, my wife's tax uh, form, her W four, was never filled out properly. It was never filed, so mm. Nicole didn't pay any taxes on the money she made last year. So that oh. that hit us even even worse. Oh, so my CPA says, well, this is just an estimate, but you know, right now you're looking at twenty three or twenty four thousand dollars you're gonna owe, and I'm like, oh my god. So, knowing what I knew from last year, that is a tough pill to swallow. Um, And it's because, you know, when you're working a regular job, they're taxing it. So, the money you see is yours. You don't have to worry about it. But when you have this money coming in from social media or building a business or building furniture for people, all that stuff, and that money's coming in, if you have to take 30% of that and throw it in a separate account, even that sucks, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You have to be the tax person. So... This kind of segues into you know, some advantages, right? We all know that you can write off tools, right? Bence Woodworking bought the, the Shaper or Origin um, and that was a business expense at the end of the year, right? Um, I'm able to claim the whole thing and write the entire thing off in one year if I want to using bonus depreciation, right? Talk to a CPA about bonus depreciation. So my first question, or as soon as he told me that, I, I told my CPA, I said, okay, Chase, his name is Chase. I said I'm buying a truck. He said, "Okay." And I was like, "How much do I need to spend to wipe it clean?" He said, "You need to spend about fifty or sixty thousand dollars." And I'm like, "Okay." And I bought a truck for fifty thousand dollars. Now, I'm not saying any of this to like be braggy, right? That's I bought a truck, right? Because I can leverage what's called bonus depreciation, and I can write off hundred percent of that purchase as long as I prove that I only used it for business. (laughs) Right. Makes sense. Yeah. So I, I bought the truck. I drove it home. I bought on December 17th. I drove it home. It sat there for three or four days. I drove it to the airport to go on my trip to us tool and fastener, which is absolutely a business trip. And I drove it home from the airport and then I drove it to Woodcraft to do a little meet and greet and, you know, hang out at the Woodcraft store. And then I didn't touch it until January 1st. 100% business use. Yep. Right. That's not a yep. lie. No. Nope. 100% business use this year. So I can claim 100% business use. Now, the caveat to that is over the next four years, I have to be able to justify at least 25% business use, um, which I mean, that's easy. That's a no brainer. Yeah. The majority of my driving is business use. Yep. But I'll be able to write that off. Now, here's the kicker. Right. That doesn't mean I went out and spent fifty thousand dollars cash on a vehicle because I didn't. I paid uh about a third in cash and financed the other two thirds. And so hear me out. I could have either paid twenty, you know, what twenty-four thousand dollars to the IRS for taxes. Mm-hmm. Or I could have taken that money and got a new truck. Right. So I financed yep. 30,000. That still counts. I'm writing off the entire purchase price. And that is not illegal. That is actually section 179 of the tax code. Right. It is 100% legal. It is, you know, it's funny. I'll talk about this more when I get into like some resources. I, I've, I've told you of a couple of the resources that I like. Mm-hmm. The majority of the tax law is actually telling you like the vast majority of the tax law is actually written on how you can not pay taxes. A very small portion actually talks about that, you know, you're paying taxes on X, Y, and Z, but there are so many programs and so many things out there in section 179, right? You can Mm -hmm. Google it, right? Section 179, buy a truck. Now, This is the last year that you were able to to take one hundred percent bonus depreciation. Why do you think I bought a truck this year? Right. Duh. Next year, next year it goes down to eighty. There's all kinds of things like that. Meals, meals last year fifty percent you could write off. This year one hundred percent. Last year mileage was fifty two or fifty five cents somewhere. Fifty two, I think. Fifty two. Yeah. This year, after a certain date, it went to like sixty five. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's stuff out there for you for you to do. So I basically wiped you know, my entire tax liability away. Did I spend the money? Yeah, of course I spent the money.
0: But you got a yeah. truck now.
1: But I have a new truck that actually serves me better and, and suits my needs and has more space for my kids and, and everything, yeah. right? And so you have to be – there's ways that you can be smart about this and how actually having a business and understanding some things and having a CPA to talk to you about these things – is very, very, very beneficial. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, you can, I I have a YouTube video about this. You can set up business accounts with companies and get better pricing, Mm -hmm. um, which is going to be more money in your pocket when you're dealing with customers, right? Mm -hmm. You can, and almost every company does that. Almost Mm -hmm. every company. You have a business, you have an EIN, and you're a business, you can get wholesale pricing for sure.
0: And there's a lot of... There's a lot of cabinet supply companies that don't do business w- if you don't have an EIN. Mm-hmm. You know, so yep. That's another podcast we're going to work on: is where do you get your supplies? Yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Maybe we
1: should do that for seventy-one. Um, mileage, right? Uh, a common misconception is people like, "Well, I can't claim mileage because it's a personal car in my in my own name." Does not matter.
0: It doesn't matter.
1: Does not matter. If you put that vehicle into service as a business vehicle, right? I didn't get a a business loan for my truck. I'm a single member LLC. I own the truck. I can use it for personal and business. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think I drove 20,000 miles last year, which is a lot, right? 20,000 miles, almost 9,000 of those were business-related miles. So not only am I do I get the write-off for the vehicle, because I only used it for business and I, I bought it but I also get to claim mileage on my previous vehicle all the way up until that point. Right? So if you're not claiming your mileage, you know, that's you're, you're missing out home office. It's another thing you can do, right? You can claim your home office expense, whatever that square footage is. You can claim electrical expenses. You can claim internet expenses. You can claim your cell phone. You can claim all of these different things that are going to help you um, as a business. And I, I, I just encourage people to start learning a little bit about this stuff because, I mean, how awesome would it be for you to, you know, at the end of the year, you know, do something like that, you know, and get something that you truly need or get some of those tools and actually not just throw the money out the window,
0: right? Mm -hmm. All that shop space is, I mean, it's my studio now, but it's my shop space and that's a write off as well. Mm-hmm. And we calculated the electrical um, per square foot of the house and my office, my uh, shop, um, you know, that Mr. Cool is kind of a write off too, mm-hmm. you know. So w- w- the conversation is just having a conversation with uh, bookkeepers slash CPAs and, under- and letting them understand what your business is. And because I, like I said, uh, my QuickBooks, we put stuff into QuickBooks. Oh boy. Did that go off? I still hear you. You still hear me? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now it's coming through my headphones and, you know, she'll say, okay, what are these transactions? And I'll tell her, Hey, it's for video content. She goes, okay, no worries. I mean, I had my shoes, my red wing shoes on there or my keen shoes. She goes, what's that? I go, that's my, that's my wardrobe. Uniforms. Uniforms. She goes, okay. I don't think we can do. Debbie uh, said, I don't think we can do wardrobe, but we'll do uniforms. So,
1: so I'm glad you. I'm glad you actually brought that up with the bookkeeper. So th- here's another thing that I that I want to mention since you since you said that, and that is that not all CPAs and, and accountants are cr- uh, created equal. But what I will tell you is that, I mean, I've had hard conversations with my CPA in the past. If he's not comfortable doing something he's not going to do it. If I, if I can't show him or prove to him, like you have to keep your books, right. Which is easy. You can use a program like, you know, QuickBooks self-employed and pay like 20 bucks a month and it'll categorize everything for you. It's amazing. Right. Yep. Um. But there's things on there sometimes where, you know, he'll, he'll question it. And as long as I can prove to him, he's like, okay, cool. I do. That's all I needed to know. Right, so a good CPA is going to steer you in the right direction. They're not; they're never going to do anything that they're uncomfortable with, right? Like no one's trying to break the law. They're trying to use the tax code the way that it's designed to be used, right? Um, but it has to be in their best interest as well. Oh yeah, um,
0: oh yeah, because they're the ones going to bat for you.
1: Well, I'm Who prepared so I'm going your to give taxes it, exactly. So I'm going to give an example of this, and this this was eye opening to me. And I think this will blow a lot of people's minds because you know, typically people would assume what I'm about to say is the opposite. So joking around, right? We have a social media-based business. You and I, Sedge. Sedge mm-hmm. Tool, Bencewood Working. My mm-hmm. business is 100% social media-based. It doesn't really matter where the money's coming from because it, it all gets deposited into an account. And at the end of the year, I had this much money put in my account and this is how much I spent. What are my taxes, right? So it doesn't really matter. Um, but as a social media influencer, right? As much as I I, do, I don't really love that term, but I said, okay, my, I have a social media-based business. And I, I was joking with him, but I kind of wasn't joking. And it's when we were getting ready to buy the Peloton treadmill. And I said, I was you know joking with Nicole. I'm like, I, I wonder if I can write this thing off as a business expense, right? You know, I got to stay in shape. You know, and it's whatever. So I said, let's just say that I ordered a Peloton treadmill. And when the treadmill shows up, I do some stories. I tag Peloton. Can I write that off as a business expense since my business is social media based? And he goes, no. And I was like, why not? And he said, because the tax law states, and he, and he quoted exactly what it said, but it's anything that is reasonable and uh, a necessity in your, you know, day-to-day business or everyday business. I can't remember exactly what it says. You can Google it. And you can find it. It's it's pretty simple, right? Um, but he's like, that is not. You do one story about it. That's that's not your business. It has nothing to do with your field. He's like, you can't claim that. I'm like, okay, yeah. I figured that that was the answer. I said, well, let me let me flip this on you. You know all the work that I did on that previous house, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I said. So I said okay. So, you know, a better example would be um you know, I remodeled my bathroom and I documented the whole thing on social media and made a YouTube video about it and I claimed all the expenses for the for the home renovation. You know, obviously because it was a business expense, I needed it to create my content. He said yes and no. And I was like, "Wait, what?" And he goes, "Technically speaking, no." But in a certain scenario, I'm like, well, "How how is this possible?" Like, Mm. this is my business. Like, it's related to what I do. You know, um, how is that possible? He said, because think of it like this you are making home improvements. Home improvements and the money that you spent on making those home improvements can be deducted out of your capital gains. Right. So, the best example of that would be bought a house for a hundred grand, fixed it up, spent 50K on it, sold it for 250 right? So my, I have a $250,000 profit. Well, minus $50,000 for the materials that I bought to fix it up. So now they can only tax me on my $200,000 for capital gains. Well, in this scenario, if I was a house flipper and I was claiming all of those uh, deductions as business expenses, and then taking it off my capital gains... Now I'm double dipping. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. So he said where you will be okay is how long have you lived in your house? And I said, well, we've lived in it, whatever. And we're not selling it until we've lived here for over two years because you don't pay capital gains taxes on a property that you lived in as your primary residence for two years or longer. So he said for that, it's a, it's a invalid, you know, it's a, a moot point, right? So that we could you utilize those uh, as expenses, but you still need to be careful about it Mm -hmm. because it may not. And I was just, I was blown away. I'm like, I mean, what can I write off? You know, then you really start paying attention to it. Yeah. Um, Yep. And that's, that's where keeping receipts, that's where keeping track, you know, if you're going out to do to, to for meals and you're claiming those as business meals, you should be writing on that receipt. Uh, Lunch with sedge, um, we discussed the future of the podcast, um, or whatever, right. Mm-hmm. That way you can always reflect on that because if you ever get audited, right. And this is again, why I'm saying, you know, we're not giving advice. We're not, we're not claiming to be experts. If I was an expert, I wouldn't have a CPA. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you were to get audited, you have to be able to prove those things. Oh yeah. Right. So you better be able to come up with that receipt and you better have a a note on it, you know, what it was. Another good example of that is Sedge and I are going to buy materials and we go there and we go to Lowe's and we buy a bunch of lumber and all kinds of other stuff. But while we're there, uh, we got a couple of energy drinks, uh, a couple of snacks, and we bought a snow shovel. Mm -hmm. When you itemize that, technically speaking, the only things that should be on that expense, it should be a split disbursement. Right, yep. so the the drinks, the the snacks, and the snow shovel should not be something that you claim, right? Nobody ever does
0: that, though. But no, they don't do that. And that's if they do get audited, that's the nitpicking that they do, and mm-hmm. they'll say, "Oh, what are all these energy drinks? Or what are all these, you know, this and this?" And that's well, the think nitpicking. about it though. You just don't you just don't want that.
1: Yeah, because if they start nitpicking and they find a bunch of stuff, what do you think they're going to do?
0: Whoo, dig deep, baby. Yep.
1: So yep. again, there's so much to, co- to consider on this, but I just, I think that it's a topic that doesn't get talked about, you know, very often, um, some resources that I really, really like. Um, there's a guy named Carlton Dennis, uh, K A R L T O N. We've talked about him on this podcast, actually, when we used to do the Instagram pages that we liked. Yep. Um, he's on Instagram. He's a tax strategist, which is very, very different from an accountant. Um, He does a little bit of everything, but I think he's out of California. Very knowledgeable guy, has fantastic videos. Um, And I've learned so many little things just from watching his Instagram clips or, you know, there's tax uh, strategists and CPAs that have Instagram and TikTok and they're sharing outstanding information. Um, Your tax coach. That's another one. I believe it's a, a female, and I believe that's the name. Your tax coach on Instagram. Um, she has excellent content. Um, Think Media podcast. Uh, oh yeah, with Sean Cannell. Oh he yeah. Recently, he recently had a tax um, a CPA firm tax uh, company out of uh, Nevada. I cannot, for the life of me, remember what the name of it is right now. But if you go to his page, it was a two-part series very 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 helpful um especially if you're like trying to figure out how to even get started with all of this stuff definitely go check that out think media podcast um and if i remember i'll leave this stuff in the in the show notes links to these people
0: yeah um i love think media man i binge on that sometimes
1: yeah and it's great because they're so heavily invested in the content creator space, mm-hmm. and that company that they use as their CPA, um, that was on the podcast, uh, they cater to that that kind of uh, job, along with many other things, real estate investment, all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, I just I think it's a good topic, and, and you know, when I originally brought it up to Sedge, I, I think there was some hesitation from both of us on it, just because we're like is it a good idea? But I just want people to know what I've gone through, right? So they they can kind of get ahead, right? I don't want people to have to wait five years to to figure this stuff out. Even if, even if you take nothing away from this other than maybe I need to look into creating a business, or maybe I need to find a CPA, or maybe I need to ask some of these questions.
0: Yeah, that's uh, the one thing I wanted to make sure everybody took away from this. Because when I was thinking about it, I was like, ooh, that's kind of a touchy topic. But I think I got across to everybody in the podcast, get help, uh, do some research. I'm glad you threw those resources out there. But, uh, I read a quote that I live by and it was by tiger woods. They were interviewing and he goes, I'm not a, I'm not a good financial wizard. I don't know anything about that. And it was about, uh, and he said, but I'm a, I got a pretty good swing and I don't want to concentrate on my finances. I want to concentrate mm-hmm. on my swing. And uh, I just, what I took away from that is, and, and I really got focused on this. I'm not good at some stuff, but I'm going to find the best possible people to surround myself with to right. do that stuff, you know, and, and, uh, Work on my strengths. Know Mm -hmm. know what your um, what your weaknesses are, and find those people to amplify uh, or strengthen those weaknesses. Find help, man. Is the thing I love, and I'll say it a thousand times. Um, there's a lot of free information out there on YouTube. Oh, especially now, blown away about the expertise out there and people just want to share whether it's about tax codes or whether it's, it's anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't believe some of the stuff, you know, that people use that people charge a fortune for. And these people are just putting it out there. So it's, it's out there. Just type it in. Sometimes I go, Oh, what am I supposed to look for on, you know, Google, just type in what you're, what your brain is, you know, uh, purging, and <laughs> next thing no. You know, if if you think you're the only one who's ever f- had a situation with something, just type it into Google. It it'll come up. Yeah, you know, well, what's inc-
1: what's incredible to me is how how great some of this free information, oh, and these yeah. nuggets that people are. It blows my mind how how good some of the stuff behind paywalls probably is. Like oh, yeah. think about that, you know, you, you're learning a lot from somebody for free, and then they have some sort of you know course or uh, one-on-one services or coaching or anything like that. I mean, if they're giving out that kind of info for free, imagine what the paid stuff is. And that's that's what really blows my mind about you know social media. Is I, I've learned so much for free. I can't even imagine how much I would learn if I was you know paying a little bit. And. Because, you know, all these people, it, again, the social media is all there to to market and, you know, get more clients to do what they really want to do. But, I mean, if you're giving out that kind of information for free, you got to be charging. If you're charging, it's got to be some really, really good information. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And and what we're saying now, <laughs> the way things are going with technology, it all changed within the year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Whew, some of the stuff I've been... I've been watching on YouTube and the news is just it's mind-boggling yeah. um, if you want to watch a, a video that's kind of scary out there watch Jordan Peterson talking about chat GPT it's unbelievable I was talking to Rick about it today and it's about uh, it's an open uh, artificial intelligence oh yeah uh, f- forum and How it has just evolved in the last three, four years, and where it's going by the end of this year is crazy. Uh, Information is—it's just amazing. When I was in college, I wish. Oh, this, you guys, you're gonna love this. I'm I'm thinking about saying this, but I shouldn't because Ben may be listening. (laughs) Sedge, when you went to college, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, we didn't have, we didn't have the internet was just beginning when I was in school. And I wish I had these resources that I that are out there now. And I just keep getting better and better and better. Yeah. And and I'm talking about everything, but the woodworking, the 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 knowledge bases out there are in unbelievable people sharing and you know you know i like those videos where there's not a lot of views on them they've been out there for two or three years and you pull them up and it's some cabinet maker out there and he just wants to talk about the way he does it and it's it's mind-boggling how smart it is yeah you know there's a lot of people like that out there and what's great about it is grab your iphone shoot something in your shop, put it on YouTube, and guess what? You get a business going. Yep. And that leads back to our topic, (laughs) right? Yep. Just do it. Everybody in this world has something to share. Share it. And everybody has an audience. Yep. Yep. You'll be surprised. (laughs) I'll tell you, you'll be surprised. Like, there's, there's a couple guys out there that I watch, and I'm, I'm dumbfounded that they don't have more views. Um, they don't, because I don't know if it's, maybe they're a little quirky or whatever, but their knowledge is, their wisdom, and they'll do something really quick with some veneer, and I'll go, oh, snap, <laughs> I was overthinking it. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm just I mean thinking, a lot of well.
1: people like that probably aren't doing it because they want to grow any kind of channel. They're just doing it because they find it fun. But we talked about this when we used to do the Instagram accounts and stuff. There's, you know, there's so many people out there that are, you know, slight years ahead of, you know, anything that I have ever made or probably ever will make and they have such a small audience and they're just kind of posting on social media for fun because it's that's not important to them. But it's just like man, more people need to see this stuff. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: For sure. For sure.
1: Cool. Well, hopefully, hopefully that information was helpful to some people. I I get asked a lot of questions about it. And, you know, I've, I've said the same thing many times, you know, about different things, like, you know, get a business, but I would definitely tell you to consult with a CPA, but you know, that's just, that's some of the experiences that I've had over the last five years and that have really, been eye-opening to me and led me to where I am now and, you know, moving forward every year, you know, if things go the way that I want them to go this year, I mean, I'm going to have a whole different, uh, you know, scenario going into the end of this year that I, I have before. Right. Can't buy yeah. a vehicle every year. Hmm. So anyway, hopefully people found that helpful. And, uh, if nothing else take away higher damn CPA. <laughs>
0: Yep. This and make sure uh, there's a lot of things you may not think that you can write off and they are write offable. Yeah. You know, like somebody says, oh, you're going to workbench con. Ooh, that's a write off.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah but people, so, don't, I mean, especially in this line, for sure.
0: Yep. But people don't realize that. Yep. You know, oh, that's expensive. I go, yeah, but, you know, it's at the end of the year, it's going to make sense for us. Yep. It's worth every it. penny because, but the thing I will say about WorkbenchCon is the the networking that I gained last year and, oh my God, the people I met, but I realized, well, I'm not the only one out there, you know, struggling to get things going. And it's pretty yeah. eye-opening. Hey, do they ever have any um, um tax uh, stuff at, at WorkbenchCon? Do they ever... Do a business forum there?
1: I have not seen. I don't I don't think they have ever done one. Mm. That would be a really good Ooh. class
0: though. Oh, yeah. Setting up business. Um, setting up business right. Coaching uh, a whole financial coaching for uh, influencers. That would be something. Yeah.
1: That's actually a really good point. I'm surprised they haven't done that because, I mean, everybody in the in the community and in the space either you know makes things and sells them or is on social media hmm.
0: I know somebody who writes off all their is bourbon yeah
1: <laughs> who's that Jason Hobbs Hobbs right Hobbs, Hobbs. yeah something Hobbs alright well I think we uh we nailed that one pretty good it's about time for me to Go uh, start my process with Leo.
0: Nice. God, so, he's getting so big. Oh my gosh! He's
1: oh. full of attitude
0: and full of life. Yeah.
1: Way. Um, we're gonna hold off on get bent again. I've got something in the works right now, and it just doesn't feel right doing get bent without that thing.
0: And I know so, what thing you're talking about. Yeah. Hey,
1: don't uh, don't worry. It's not going away, everybody.
0: Everybody is, who's listening. I just want to let everybody know we have some phenomenal stuff planned for this year and something might happen pretty quick. We don't know. Oh, boy, I'm being wicked facetious, but yeah, stay tuned. Maybe. Hey, um, what I really like about this is we're recording on Monday and I think it posts on Friday.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, love- we didn't talk about that. That's right.
0: I love that uh,
1: because yeah, I no think- more two weeks, two week back, uh, Two weeks behind.
0: Yeah, and I think we could be more, more current with it, which, I, which I'm which i digging. Yeah. And, um, man, this Friday, we have beers with the boys. Beers with the boys. And, oh, I'm so excited for that. Um, it's, <laughs> it's just fun. That's all I'm going to say. If you want to join us, become a patron. And just come hang with us on Friday night. So, I'm excited. I think it was 7 to 9 or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what it's. Yeah, that's what we get scheduled. It's scheduled
1: as. Yeah, it'll probably cool. be like seven to three in the morning. Oh my god! Poor Gary.
0: Gary hangs in there
1: the longest, I think. Yeah. Yep, he does. It's like four or five in the morning when when we get done.
0: Unreal for him. Cool. All
1: right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for uh, tuning into episode sixty-nine.
0: Sixty-nine, and don't forget, please leave us some questions for next week. And uh, sign up for the giveaway, TSO, baby. Yeah.
1: And go leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. I was just looking at reviews the other day, and we haven't had any in a while.
0: Oh, I'll go write one.
1: Yeah. Thank you to TSO. <laughs> thank you to T. I wrote one. Um, thank you to TSO <laughs> uh, for sponsoring another giveaway for us. We always appreciate it, and so does the audience. So, until next time, Woo!
0: Woo! Woo! What you do? Okay, everybody. We'll see you later.